Oh, what a privilege it is to be in the house of the Lord today at Nortonsville. I look forward to this day from the time that uh, Pastor Greg uh, gave me the invitation. And um, I, uh, I also look forward to this evening's service, but I understand that you've had a death in the church. And we, uh, we certainly want to pray for that family and encourage them uh, during this time of, of difficulty. But uh, our hope is built on Christ Jesus, and thank God we can uh, look beyond uh, the temporary, beyond the, the natural, and see the things that he has laid up for us. It is, it's truly a privilege to be with uh, a, a number of people that, that actually I know, um, I, I don't know a whole lot of people in a lot of the churches, because as a, as a pastor, and as, as Pastor Greg mentioned, my last pastor was in in Parkview and Newport News, we were there 20 years, and um, it was, um, you know, you, you stay home, and you, you do your, your own thing, you mind your own business, and you, you take care of your own business, you know, and, and so, uh, but I, it, it is a privilege to, to, you know, to be here, and there are some folks here that we do know, and of course, we, we know uh, uh, David and Carol Allison, and have, have been great friends with them down through the years, and uh, as we both retired from the pastorate, uh, we were um, we were actually honored in the same service. Uh, we got our little plaque that uh, um, said, "Thank you." Now get out of the way, and uh, so you know. So uh, and uh, and it's certainly great to see Christy. Um, I met her through uh, uh, her preparations with Jeremy uh, for uh, uh, ministry, and uh, then there's some others that that'll probably be here at the eleven o'clock that that I do know as well, and of course the you know, the, some of the great families of this church, uh, you know, the Colliers and, and, um, uh, the, and the, the Morrises. And, of course, you know, you've got Mr. Personality that, uh, you know, you, nobody can miss, and that's Brother Bentley uh, Morris. And he is, he is, I mean, he is a number one. And uh, so, uh, but it is, it's a privilege. But let me get into the word of the Lord. Um, I, I, I'm just, I'm just blessed, and you're a beautiful congregation, and uh, I think that God has a word for us, and if you would stand with me, we're going to read God's word. It's one verse of scripture from Psalm 89, verse number 15, and it says this, blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Father, would you bless your word? We know the joyful sound, and we're going to walk with you. And Lord, we, we're grateful. And I pray, Lord, that you would stir our hearts, that you would move upon us with your might and your power. And Lord, as, as we walk away from this place today, may we truly walk with you in the light of your countenance as you shine upon us and you overshadow us. Let us be the representatives for Christ that you've called us to be. In the name of Jesus, I ask it. And amen. God bless you. You might be seated. Hallelujah. I want to talk for a, a little while this morning about walking with God, but before we get there, this verse starts out with, with blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. And uh, I thought about, you know, what would be some joyful sounds uh, that carry God's blessing? What's a joyful sound? I, and I, the first thing that came to my mind was Pentecostal worship. 
There's a joyful sound at Pentecostal worship. I wasn't raised in a Pentecostal church. I was not raised in a church of God. I thank God that I did have a Christian upbringing and my family was very involved in the church that I grew up in and and uh, have a great foundation from that. But it was not Pentecostal. And when I started dating my wife, who was the daughter of the pastor, and uh, it was a little bit different than anything I'd experienced, uh, uh, and I got to go into church with her, uh, their style of worship in the church of God was totally different than what it was in the Southern Baptist church that I was raised in. It was a joyful sound. You know, singing like like you'd never heard before. You know, shouting. And I'd never experienced that. I'd never heard that, you know, dancing and jumping and running. And ever how God wanted to exercise people, you know. I'm talking about back in the 1960s. Because, see, I'm older than dirt. But anyway. But a joyful sound of people yielding to the Holy Ghost. And being exercised by him. Messages in tongues and interpretations. You know, healings and miracles of, of every kind. Hallelujah. The songwriter said it's heavenly beauty all around. Glory to God. Anybody here know the joyful sound? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God. Now, you won't scare me if you say amen. Carol, I'm going to get you up here with me in a minute. Hallelujah. There's a joyful sound when he calls your name. Hallelujah. We read in 1 Samuel 3 and verse 10, The Lord came and stood and called as other times Samuel, Samuel. And then after Samuel heard this, you know, before and finally got coached a little bit by Eli, then Samuel answered, Speak, Lord, for your servant heareth. It's a joyful sound when he calls your name. Oh, glory to God. Acts 9 and 4, the Bible tells us that when Saul was on the road to Damascus and he saw this great light from heaven, he was persecuting the church and, and uh, he heard this voice uh, and, and it said to him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It was a joyful sound. Saul opposed to the church and instantly he said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus whom you're persecuting. You know, when he calls your name, you'll never forget it. Hallelujah. He says, come and walk with me in light. Come and walk with me in the, the path that I have for you because I know the plans that I have for you, plans to do you good and not evil, to give you a hope in the future. Walk with me. Come and walk with me. It's one of life's greatest blessings. You remember it? Has he ever called your name? You remember that? Well, praise God. Why don't you have to give the Lord a little praise? Thank God for it. Hallelujah. Here's the joyful sound. It's the sound of forgiveness. When Jesus says, thy sins be forgiven thee. Hallelujah. You couldn't accomplish it there yourself. It's not anything that could be achieved any other way other than the Lord's work in our lives. The songwriter said, saved, saved, my sins are all gone. My Pardon, my guilt is all gone. I'm saved by the blood of the crucified one. Remember when you were saved. 
Hallelujah. When I start thinking about that and, and going back down that timeline, it, it stirs me up inside and, and I, I get excited about it and I just can't help it. So if you'll just, you want to join me or you can just pardon me either one. But I've got to thank God for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I give you glory and praise. Hallelujah. There's another joyful sound. How about the sound of healing? How many have ever been healed by God? You've experienced God's miraculous healing. Don't you know it was a joyful sound to that man at the pool of Siloam when Jesus said, take up your bed and walk? Hallelujah. Don't you know that it, that it, that it was a, a joyful sound when, when Jesus said to the blind man, go and wash in the pool? Don't you know it was a joyful sound to those ten lepers when Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priests and offer the sacrifice that Moses commanded? Don't you know it was a joyful sound when he saw that man whose hand was withered up and he said, stretch forth your hand? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm feeling my friend in this place. Glory to God. Don't you know it was a joyful sound when he peered down into into that dark hole in the ground and he said, Lazarus, come forth. Hallelujah. Anybody here know the sound of healing? I don't have time to talk about many other joyful sounds of cleansing, deliverance, separation, service. How about the Russian mighty wind? (laughs) How about the the rapture trumpet? I'm looking forward to that one. How about this joyful sound I'm anticipating to hear? Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. But you get the idea. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. How many are blessed in here today? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we praise God for it. But he says, they shall walk in the light of his countenance. That's where I want to go this morning. Walking in the light of his countenance means that you're close enough to him for his face to shine on you, for you to live in the glow of his presence. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound because they're going to walk in the light of his countenance. Hallelujah. What it is, you're walking with God. You're walking with God. So I want to talk about that. Now, according to medical experts, which I am not one, although I might be because you know what an expert is. X stands for the unknown. And a spurt is a drip under pressure. So an expert, I guess, is an unknown drip under pressure. But according to medical experts, walking is one of the most profitable physical exercises. It stimulates the hearts and lungs. It it strengthens the bones and your muscles. It increases blood flow throughout your body. And I'm not sure about this one, but it's even reportedly it contributes to the loss of excess weight. But the spiritual walk that the Bible talks about is a dynamic exercise of faith. And so I want to look at an example. It's found in the Old Testament also, back in the book of Genesis, but it's mentioned again in the book of Hebrews, and that is Enoch. He is one of two men that the Bible says he walked with God. He is one of two men who passed from earth to heaven without going through the valley of death. 
He is the only one besides Jesus that the Bible records he pleased God. So what's the secret? It's found in Genesis 5.24. It says he walked with God. So this is a walk with God. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. Here we are. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of his countenance. It's a walk with God. You know, you're, you're, you're walking with, with something different from, from humanity. You know, it's not an ordinary walk, and you don't keep company with the ordinary. That which is weak and limited is walking with that which is powerful and unlimited. Hallelujah. Jesus said, or, I'm sorry, not Jesus, Lord have mercy. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't quote a whole lot in the Old Testament. <laughs> but the book of Leviticus says this. In verse 3 and verse 12 of Leviticus 26, If you walk in my statutes, I will walk among you and be your God and you shall be my people. So how can I, how can you, as mere human beings, walk with God? The Bible says if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. You know, true fellowship with God and true fellowship with one another are made possible through Jesus Christ. It means you've discovered the road of truth. The, the quest for truth is as old as the human race. Pilate was far from the first one who ever asked a question, what is truth? Now, Buddhists say that truth is following the teachings of Buddha. The followers of Confucius say truth is found in observing the teachings of Confucius. Muslims say that Allah is God and Muhammad is his prophet. But Jesus speaks loud and clear above all the other voices and says, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no man cometh to the Father but by me. Hallelujah. Well, some will say, well, why don't we just be broad-minded. You know, all roads lead to heaven. You go your way, I'll go mine, and we'll arrive at the same destination. But the truth reveals that there is only one way to heaven. It's a narrow way. It's a straight gate. And there's some things in the Bible that I, I am really sorry about. And this next thing is one of them because it says there are few that find it. Others will say, well, it doesn't really matter what you believe just as long as you're sincere in believing it. You ever heard that? I'm going to tell you what. Sincerity is only commendable when it's based on the truth. Hitler was sincere, wasn't he? Jim Jones was sincere. It does matter what you believe. Our faith has got to be based on the truth. Jesus is the truth, so it's a walk with him. It's a walk with truth. It's a walk with Jesus. It's a walk of faith. Hebrews 11, 5 and 6 says, By faith... Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. 
But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Enoch was able to walk with God because he placed his trust in God. I want to tell you what, he's a big God. He's the God of the maximum, not the minimum. He's the God of might and miracle. You know, he's the God of unlimited power. Glory to God. And he's big enough to take care of his people. He's big enough to take care of you. He's big enough to preserve you blameless to the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ and carry you home to glory. Now, he's big, but the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3, 5, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. We win because of him who loved us. Hallelujah. Walking in faith means walking in power because God is power. His power is at work in us. His power is at work through us. Uh, in fact, the Bible says, what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power? That's God. He's a God of power. Ephesians 3, 7, Paul said, Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Romans 16, 25 said, now to him that is of power to establish you. So walking in with God is walking in power. Hallelujah. Walking in faith is walking with Christ in power. It also means growing in Christ. As ye therefore receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as you've been taught, abounding therewith with thanksgiving. In these two verses that Paul gave us here in Colossians 2, verse 6 and 7, Paul speaks about four elements of the Christian experience. He said, walking, as you therefore receive Christ Jesus, walk in him, rooted and built up in him, growing, building, and abounding. Four things. You know, it'd be a good four-point sermon. Uh, that'd be a good four-point series. And I'm available starting the third week in October. But walking expresses life. Growing expresses inner power. Building shows progress of character as God perfects his work in us. And abounding reflects the abundance of joy and the proper attitude for the marvelous benefits that God gives us along the way. So if you're going to walk with God, you'll grow in Christ. You'll walk and grow and build and abound. You'll be rooted in him. You're going to grow downward. It's from the roots that the plant gets the stability. It's from the roots that the plant gets the nourishment and the water. You'll grow downward. You're also going to be built up. You'll grow upward. Uh, that's where you're established in the faith and it's from the upward growth uh, that you bear fruit unto eternal life. Uh, and then uh, as you're abounding, uh, you, you experience the joy and thanksgiving for the experience that we have with God every day. So walking uh, in faith means walking in power. It means growing in Christ and when we walk by faith with God we also experience intimate fellowship with him 
Adam and Eve, before sin came into the picture, walked and communed with God in the cool of the evening. Enoch walked with God and had wonderful fellowship with him in the, the, his experience. John tells us uh, if we walk in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Christ cleanses us. So as we walk with God by faith, he guides us, he comforts us, he protects us. Uh, walking with God's a walk of faith. It's a walk of power. And this walk, this walk leads home. Hallelujah. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. God carried Enoch home. Hallelujah. He carried him across that force that divides this life from the next. This world from the next. Maybe uh, uh, you guys might remember this song. And I'm not sure about how many more. How many folks have been in the, in the church for 40 years? You, you remember years ago we used to have these convention books that came out every year? I got two that are with me. Okay. <laughs> Us old fogies. But there was a song that came out in one of those convention books, and I don't remember which one it was and when it was, but it was called Walking with the, Walking with the King. Enoch loved the Lord with all his heart and soul. They walked with sweet communion every day. One day Jehovah came and called him by his name. Oh, Enoch, come on home with me to stay. Now I am walking with the king on the road that leads to glory, telling of his love in gospel, song, and story. What a joy divine just to feel his hand in mine. I'm walking with the king of kings. Hallelujah. Second verse said, if I can remember it, Two disciples walked a lonely road of woe until a stranger met them on the way. Their hearts could not contain the truth to them explained as Jesus walked and talked with them that day. Now I am walking with the king on the road that leads to glory, telling of his love in gospel song and story. What a joy divine to feel his hand in mine. I'm walking with the king of kings. Third verse is like this. Words cannot express the joy I have today. The blessed Holy Spirit walks with me. With every need supplied, I'm fully satisfied. And soon my destination I shall see. Now I am walking with the King on the road that leads to glory. Telling of His love. In gospel song and story, what a joy divine to feel his hand in mine. I'm walking with the king of kings. You know, maybe just like the song, the Lord said, Enoch, come on home with me to stay. Hallelujah. One moment in time and the next moment in eternity. One moment in a natural body. Woo, and the next moment in a glorified body. 
One moment with limited understanding and the next moment knowing as he is known. Glory to God. One moment living by faith, the next moment living by sight. Uh, I'm feeling my friend in this place. Hallelujah. As you live out your Christian walk, we're looking for that glorious change when Jesus is going to come and take us home. That's our promise as we walk with God. Here we are. We're sown in corruption, but we're going to be re-raised in incorruption. We're sown in dishonor, but we'll be raised in glory. We're sown in weakness, but we'll be raised in power. We're sown in a natural body, but we'll be raised in a spiritual body. We have borne the image of the earthly. And, oh, hallelujah, we will bear the image of the heavenly. Somebody praise God in this house. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How long are you supposed to preach on Sunday morning at 9 o'clock? What do you do after this service is over? Sunday school. What time does this start? Hallelujah. Let me put a caboose on this. Let me give a few more scriptures about walking with God that, that I just, I, I won't hardly comment on them, but Jesus said in John 8, 12, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Ezekiel 36, 27 says, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Now, I already mentioned Leviticus 20, verse 3 and 12 where it says, we walk in his statutes and he walks with us. Hallelujah. And when we walk in his statutes, it's not all joy unspeakable and full of glory. We'll experience what the psalmist recorded. He said in Psalm 138 verse 7, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of my enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Hallelujah. Oh, let me give you just a couple more. Romans 6, 4. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so also we should walk in the newness of life. Glory to God. And if we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. This I say, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath foreordained that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Oh, let me, let me stop here just a minute. Walk in wisdom toward those that are without, redeeming the time. He's talking about how we live our Christian life before the world. Some years ago I heard a song and I thought it was funny when I first heard it. But as I listened to it, it, it really began to speak with me. It says your, your walk talks and your talk talks. But your walk talks louder than your talk talks. Walk in wisdom toward them there without, redeeming the time. Ephesians 5, 2, walk in love 
as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. And 3 John 4 said, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. So we're going to walk in the light. We're going to walk in his statutes and he's going to walk with us. We're going to walk in the midst of trouble, yes sir, but he's going to deliver us and revive us. We'll walk in the newness of life. We'll walk in the spirit. We'll walk in good works. We'll walk in wisdom. We'll walk in the truth. We'll walk in love. It is a walk with God. It's a walk of faith and this walk leads home. Stand with me please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The disciples walked with Jesus for three years and he used them to turn the world upside down. Are you walking with God? I expect you probably are. I'm going to ask you to do something with me. This is just... Just, it's weird. Pastor, you don't ever have to have me back. <laughs> but could we just imagine that, that right here within these pews, in this center aisle, that this is the, this is the, uh, the lost of this area. Albemarle Green, Charlottesville, the lost of this world right here. And you and I are called to walk in wisdom toward them they're without. And I wonder if I could get you just to, to take a walk and imagine it like this. I'm going to walk with God. And I'm going to ask you to go to the outsides. And could we do kind of what they used to do years ago, like an old Jericho march? Could we walk around this? It's, this is going to be a prayer walk inside the church, imagining that the pews and the center aisle is the, the group, the corpus of lost people in your area, and you're going to walk in wisdom, uh, and you're going to surround them with your prayer, and you might even want to, to, to quote those, those words, I'm walking with the king on the road that leads to glory, telling of his love in gospel song and story. What a joy divine just to feel his hand in mine. I'm walking with the king of kings. Can we do that? Would you just mind? Would you just go to the edges? And could we just kind of walk around this way? Let's walk around this way counterclockwise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm walking with the king on the road that leads to glory. I'm walking with the king on the road that leads to glory. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to God. Oh, Lord, we're surrounding those that are a loss of this community. We're surrounding them with our prayer. We're going to walk in wisdom toward them which are without. Oh, glory to God. And we'll lift up the banner of Jesus for them. We'll lift up the the cause of Christ to them. We'll walk with power. We'll walk with wisdom. We'll walk in love. We'll walk in the newness of life. We'll walk with you, Lord. Hallelujah. Walking with the King on the road that leads to glory. Glory to God. And Lord, we surround those in this community with the, the love of God. We surround them with the testimony of Jesus' 
saving grace and his mighty power. We're surrounding them, Lord, and hallelujah. We're asking you, Lord, even as it did in the walls of Jericho, that the resistance would fall down and that you would receive an influx of souls, that we'd see revival and we'd see a wholesale a turning to Christ of people that will come to know you and unite with this body of believers and be part of the Nortonsville Church of God and other churches throughout this area. Lord God, we come before you. We come before you. We'll walk with you. Hallelujah. Because we know the joyful sound. We know the sound of salvation. We know the sound of healing. We know the sound of you calling our name. And Lord, yes, we'll make the sound of of Pentecostal worship. Glory to God for your glory, for your kingdom, for your namesake. Praise God forevermore. Oh, yes, 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 Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, mighty God. We worship you, oh, glorious God. We bless your name. We honor you. We're grateful for your touch in our lives, for what you've done. And Lord, we want to share it. Lord, you use those 12 disciples and that 120 on the day of Pentecost to literally turn the world upside down and you can use us in the same way for this area to bring light, to bring life, to bring revival in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. 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 Glory to God. Ah, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God forevermore. Oh, my soul, I worship you. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Why don't you just stop right where you are? We kind of got this sanctuary surrounded. You kind of got it surrounded. Maybe those on that part fill in just a little bit more. Come on over just a little bit more. We've got this place surrounded, and we're going to surround them in the love of God and the, 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 the invitation of Christ to come and walk with Him in eternal life and live forever with Him in glory. Here's what the scripture said. One more verse of scripture. Let me give it to you. Hebrews 10 and verse number 7. He says, I come to do thy will, O God. It's his will. It's his will for the lost to be saved. That's what Jesus came for. It's his will for the sick to be healed. That's what Jesus took the stripes for. It's his will for bondages to be broken. That's what he gave the Holy Ghost for. The anointing breaks the yoke. He that's in you is greater than he that's in the world. And the presence of God surrounds this area. Can we just believe God for Albemarle, Green, Charlottesville, the whole area to have a great awakening a great awakening and a wholesale turning to God. You know, when Philip went down to Samaria, oh, hard to put a caboose on this. When Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ, the Bible says the whole town got saved. 
Read it. Acts chapter 8. Glory to God. Can we believe God for it? Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. As you dismiss today to go to Sunday school, remember how blessed you are. You know the joyful sound. You know the sound. Your sins are forgiven. Glory to God. You're blessed. Jesus told, I'm going to say it. Jesus told Thomas, because you've seen, you believe. Blessed are they which have not seen and have believed. Anybody here seen Jesus with your own eyes? But we believe and we are blessed. We are blessed. We're blessed. Going in, coming out. Going out, coming in. Rising, reclining, all the things that we do, we're blessed. So take that blessing and walk in it because we're walking with the Lord. Amen. Amen. We give Brother Hammer a hand. Awesome job, Brother Hammer. Thank you so much. A lot of people that we're praying for in here, right? We probably thought a few. Be the light for them. Don't give up on them. Keep praying for them. And then we can walk in God's light. And as we grow closer, how do you grow closer? Prayer, getting in His Word, and feeling peace come from God. And that's what we're really trying to emphasize this year is discipleship. Is getting closer to God through His Word. We have opportunities for you to do so. There's devotionals for you to do.